Certainly we want to thank and praise the Lord for you joining us this evening. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages. Presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church. Located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Today is October 19, 2021. And this is Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Thursday, Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. There was a secret that was revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. And that's what we are here to do, and that is to bless the God of heaven. You know, you can't do that by holding back on him. No, he need a wholehearted praise. Someone that is willing to surrender themselves unto him. That's what he's looking for. Love the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, all of your being, your strength, your power. That's what God is calling for. And guess what? When you do that, he will also reciprocate that. He'll do the same just for you. We're going into the book of Daniel this evening, uh, the second chapter, the second chapter of Daniel, uh, beginning at the 36th verse. And before we uh, start reading the word of God, Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, your kindness, Lord God, for blessing us to wake up this morning, giving us the activity of our limbs. Lord God, we pray and ask that you remember, Lord, those that are uh, have sent in prayer requests, that you would bless them. You know each individual. Lord God, touch Mother Taylor, Lord God. Touch, Lord God, Evangelist Thomas, Lord God. Remember, Lord, those, oh Lord God, that are standing in the need of prayer. We know that you're, uh, no one has escaped your vision. We know that your ears are not heavy, that you can't hear. We know your hands are not short, that they cannot save. Lord, you know the, the situation that you're faithful, the faithful are dealing with, and I ask that you would, that I'm touching and agreeing that you would bless the faithful, that you would bring them out, stir up the mind of the backslider, draw them in, Lord, Lord Jesus, and, and into service. Lord God, for the saving of their soul. Lord Jesus, we thank you right now for your kindness. We thank you for your mercy, your protection. We thank you, Lord God, for what you have done and how you have brought us up to this moment in time. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Lord, now bless your word to go forth, Lord God, by blessing me to decrease, that you may increase even the more. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as the Daniel, the second chapter, you know, I believe if Daniel was here, he would also have the, the same testimony, I give myself away. I'm withholding nothing, withholding nothing from you, Lord. The second chapter, beginning at the 36th verse, says, This is the dream, and we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. I, I pray and hope that you have had a blessed day. 
and that whatever your work is, whether you're a student in school, you know, like me, I'm very studious and love to, you know, I have to stay on top of certain subjects um, for my profession. But I, I pray that you've had a blessed day. And if it's been a strenuous day, maybe it's been a bad hair day, uh, that something is said this evening that will uh, bless you, help you to, uh, to curl it back up or straighten it out, whatever the bad hair day was, you know, to get it back in order. This is the dream, and we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. And wheresoever the children of man dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of the heaven, have given, he hath given into thy hand and have made thee ruler over them all. Thou art the head of gold. After and after thee shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over uh, all, which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these shall be break into pieces and bruise. And whereas thou sawest the feet and the toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it of the strength of the iron. For as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with mar clay, and as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with uh, mari clay, thou shalt mingle themselves, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And in the days of the king shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom, which shall be, which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to uh, to other people but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever for as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands that it break in pieces the iron the brass the clay the silver and the gold the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation there uh, sure. Now, as a thought, as you see, the king's dream and I, the king's dream and I, talking about the king's dream and I, you, me, everyone that is present. The king's dream and I. Now recall God empowered Daniel, Hananiah, uh, Mishael, and Azariah. God blessed them. God did something for them. And, and so uh, he gave uh, them ability of knowledge and skill and learning. Wisdom. Uh, God uh, 
blessed them uh, 10 times to be 10 times greater than the other uh, uh, children and wise men, uh, magicians and all of astrologers that were in Babylon. Not only did God bless them with uh, knowledge, the ability and skill and learning and wisdom, but Daniel, he specifically gave an understanding in all dreams and uh, visions. God blessed him. And so we're reading to understand not only what happened then, but what will happen in the future. It is the gift of God revealing something to all. Now, like some of you, some of you have gifts. Um, and I'm not talking about being gifted with what is commonly mentioned. Oh, this person is gifted because they can play an instrument well. Uh, they're gifted because they can run with a pigskin or, or shoot hoop they, you know, uh, and on and on. But see, those gifts, once an injury or something serious happens, they're not looking to another, they're looking for someone that is gifted or has a gift from God. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, uh, beginning at the 8th verse, it says, For to one is given the Spirit, the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gift of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these work that one in the self-same spirit, which is the Holy Ghost, dividing to every man uh, severally as he wills. God gives as he wills to each individual. No one should be jealous of anyone of any particular gift was we read Daniel had uh, the interpretation of, of visions and dreams. I don't recall reading anywhere in the scripture that Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah uh, became upset with Daniel. Uh, and Dick just really, you know, oh, Daniel's walking down the aisle, let's trick him. No, they didn't have that type of attitude, but they had a relationship of working together, just like your body. Your body is intended to work together. And so your hand, your right hand, is not going to slap your side of your face and your foot is not going to try to kick you from behind and all of those things. But it is to work in unison and you know when your body is not working, when something is off. And that is a blessing in itself to know when something is off. When you feel a little pain, you know something is off. When you see some swelling, you know that it needs attention. And so the gifts should work together. Uh, and so and, and the, fifth, the 28th verse says, and God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, helps, helps. I love help. Uh, that gift is so awesome. And I like being a help. Governments, diversity of tongues. The Bible says the, the dream was for King Nebuchadnezzar. 
I believe that the dream was for us as well. Nebuchadnezzar needed to know and understand what it meant for his day and that time. Well, we need to know and understand what it means for us in this day and time. Uh, Bible students, I, I, I have a question and I uh, please comment this in. It's not nothing difficult. It's not a trick question. But, and, I, so I'm, and I'm looking for more than one answer. In other words, one individual. But who did the dream belong to? Who did the dream belong to? The Bible says Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams. Now, that's not something to come back to Bible class with next week. No, it's an answer to that now. The Bible said Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams, but someone authored the dream. Someone designed and configured the entire scenario so that it would provide a clear message. Nebuchadnezzar received a glimpse of what God wanted him to see and experience as well as others. Now, this image, the image uh, that, that he dreamed about, uh, the head of gold and silver and brass and iron and clay, it represents time. It represents uh, the Gentiles. That's what it represents. It represents a rule of the Gentiles. Uh, the head being the Babylonian. Then you have the Medes and Persia working together. Greek and Rome. Uh, they all had a temporary reign according to the dream. By the time you arrive at the ankle of the church, has been birthed, had a glorious time. Now, even though we might deal with some things and, you know, if you live godly, you certainly gonna deal with some stuff. You live right, you dedicate yourself to the Lord, you're gonna deal with stuff. Now, you're gonna deal with stuff if you're not saved, if you're not sanctified, if you're not living a consecrated life, you're gonna deal with some things, but there are some things you're gonna deal with when you step uh, out and you start saying I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord when you start saying I surrender all to you Lord when you say I give myself away when you remain consecrated and everyone else is going on to do what they want to do you know people uh, go on to do what they want to do when they want to do it but I'm going to tell you this you're going to do whatever is important to you so whether it's right or wrong, if it's important to you, you're going to do it. It may only be satisfaction for a split second, but if it's important for you, you're going to do it. And so whatever is important for you, that's what you're going to carry out. You need to be careful about that and know that every act, every act we commit has a consequence. So by the time you arrive at the ankle of the church, the uh, ankle, of the clay and the iron that is mixed together. Uh, the church has been birthed and has had a glorious time. Uh, persecution, time doing the, uh, the will of God, but it is also a glorious time. The image, Christ, the kingdom of God is established. So Nebuchadnezzar sees an entire reign of the Gentiles. And then he sees that Christ, 
the kingdom of God is established. That's something that you don't want to just pass by, but you want to be part of. Knowing what happened during the, uh, the, the temporary time, which is considered the dispensation of grace, has come to an end. So the reign of the Gentiles, the dispensation of grace will come to an end. The apostle that God sent forth uh, for the Gentiles uh, was Apostle Paul, Elder Paul, uh, Bishop Paul, however you want to, uh, Brother Paul, the, the servant evangelist Paul, because he was evangelizing uh, as the Lord had instructed him to do. And he talked about the dispensation of grace. But we see here that Nebuchadnezzar uh, sees that there is an end to the dispensation of grace. Knowing what happens during the temporary reign of the Gentiles is informational and it's good to know so that you know how to govern yourself. You know what to do and what not to do. There are things that God wants us to do and he wants us to look at others and learn a fast lesson not to do it. I, I think we all have experience in that, that we look at what is someone is doing, we see the end result, and we choose not to do that. Now, the first part of the image is a head of gold representing Nebuchadnezzar uh, and a great impact on everything his kingdom touches. Thou, O king, are a king of kings. For the God of heaven have given thee a kingdom, power, and glory, and strength. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of the heaven have he given into thy hand, and have made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. Under Nebuchadnezzar's rule, Babylon reached a height. He conquered and reigned supreme to those that opposed or would have tried. And after thee, Babylon, shall arise another kingdom inferior. Power and rank status and quality is not going to be the same. Another kingdom of brass which shall rule over all the earth. So there will be another, but it's not going to be like the kingdom of Babylon. Babylon temporary assignment will come to an end, as all temporary assignments will do. Life, as you know, is a temporary assignment. Millions have entered into this race, entered onto this journey that we call life. Uh, but unlike uh, the assignment came to an end one day. Unlike work, we do not load a box of knickknacks and leave the office. No, at the end of the day, you take nothing with you except a character that is holy or unholy. My advice, my encouragement, my strong suggestion, all that I could influence and say uh, every time I'm on the mic or when I'm out and just, and just reaching out to souls is you want to be holy. The Lord said, without holiness, no man shall see him. And so you want to be holy. And since God said, 
Be ye holy, for I'm holy. That means it is something you can do. And he has given us the help. He has given us what is needed to assist us on this journey that we call life. Now, there are those that have been buried throughout history with treasure, uh, placed in the grave for the afterlife experience. But we know that is nothing more than a fantasy. Money, jewels, uh, you know, unlike you, you never, uh, none of that has ever transformed into anything spiritual. Uh, that's why archaeologists and others find that stuff in tombs because it's not real. So it should tell us and give us a, 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 a sobering message not to follow after those fantasies, follow after those things that don't prove to be true. Daniel spoke about the Medes and Persians invading Babylon. Jeremiah spoke about the Medes and Persians invading Babylon too. The word of God says that, and, and, and Jeremiah, I believe that is a reading assignment as well, uh, that as you follow along the book of Daniel, you want to read the book of Jeremiah. Uh, it's important that you read Jeremiah uh, to understand uh, what is happening. Jeremiah 51 11 said, make bright the bolt, the arrows, gather the shield. The Lord hath raised up the spirit of the king of the kings of the Medes for his device is against Babylon to destroy it because it is the vengeance of the Lord, the vengeance of his temple. Now, gifted by God, Daniel received a gift and he used it. The, the wise men of Babylon was going to be destroyed, put to death, every last one of them. So that included Daniel, uh, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, that included all of them. But Daniel, when he heard the decree and he found out why, he went to those his brothers in prayer and they sought the Lord. And the Lord gave Daniel a dream, his gift his gift began to work. You've got to spend some time with God for that gift to work. You've got to yield yourself for the gift to work. Now, some of you, some, not all, what have God told you to do that has been or is being ignored? Even after receiving a confirmation, or told by your pastor that you have been, that the, the, the spirit of the Lord is upon you to, and he has anointed you to do whatever his will is and you have veered off. You don't want to, uh, you need to stay away from things that are slippery, slippery slopes. Uh, you need to stay away from those things that will cause you to not fulfill what God, and not you, because the Bible said uh, your gift, your gift will make room for you. And that's not just uh, spiritually. Your gift will make room for you in the natural as well. You just have to be willing to allow God to use you. You could be in a meeting and God give you the right words to say. In whatever situation, whatever scenario, God knows just what to do. You may leave the meeting feeling that you didn't do. And God visits and give that individual a dream. 
The Bible says, and the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron. For as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all, these shall it break in pieces and bruise. So, uh, so that part of the uh, image is going to be weak. And whereas thou sawest the feet and the toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. But there shall be in it of the strength of the iron. For as much as thou saw the iron mixed with the mark clay, and as the toes and the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest the iron mixed with the mark clay, thou shalt mingle them. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, either as the iron is mixed with the clay. So there's going to be division. We see division all around the world, even today. Someone uh, asked a question recently about the love and the hatred. And, uh, and you know, uh, everyone is asking questions about what the Bible said, the love of many would wax cold. We're seeing things fulfilled right before our eyes, and yet we walk as if we don't see them. We need to be careful. We need to understand, and we need to make sure that we fully, fully uh, is aware that the king's dream and I are here. The king's dream and I are watching things occur right in our presence. Bless you, Lord Jesus. As you read and see the diminishing of human authority and power, yes, things are diminishing, and it is diminishing for a reason. No matter how powerful, meaning that someone else's power supersedes yours, it does not supersede God's. That's why when you're dealing with situations, Go to God. Go to God in prayer. Go to God with, uh, the Bible said Paul and Silas were locked in jail. And uh, feet in stock in a cell. And Paul said a prayer and Silas sang a hymn. You need to pray and be around someone that when they hear you pray, they don't uh, turn on the radio, but they start either joining in or Maybe they entreat the Lord with a song. Something that is unified. Something that is going to destroy the plans of the enemy. You need to be unified. Though captive, they were submissive to the Chaldeans. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azra understood the sovereignty of God and displayed this early on. And they practice a solid commitment unto him. Whether you have not had a solid commitment unto the Lord up to this moment, uh, this is your hour. This is your time to make that commitment to him and not turn back, not change. Don't go to the right, don't go to the left, but be committed unto him. The Bible tells us that when we turn to God, 
that when as we draw near to him, he draws near to us. As we commit ourselves unto him, uh, uh, the Bible said uh, that, uh, said, dearly beloved, uh, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Uh, that's what Daniel and uh, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah did. They presented their bodies as living sacrifices unto God. They had never read that scripture. However, that's what they did. They presented themselves, um, thought about the character of God, thought about what God wanted of them, what they knew of God, and they applied it to their lives every day. Like these children, we need to get with the program. Uh, you know, there was a, a song back in the day, you see what you, what you want to what you want to see and you see what you like, get with the program. Well, with God, you see God is able. He is sovereign. There's nothing that he cannot, won't do. There's nothing too hard for God. He'll give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding just like he did with these children that were taken captive. God will teach you and show you how to deal and navigate through the troubled waters of life. Yes, he will. God will show you how to deal with when the wind is blowing, what to do. God will show you what to do when it's a, a, a storm arising. God will show you what to do. But we have to get with his program. We have to get with him and follow what he has to say. Many like the thought of being blessed. Oh, they, I was declared a blessing. I went to church and I was told I'm gonna to be blessed. I'm, I'm highly favored of God. Listen, you need to get with the program. You need to get with what God is saying and live a consecrated life unto him. And you don't have to walk around with uh, and telling others that you're blessed and highly favored. They will see it for themselves because we're the light of the world. And the light, uh, no man lights a candle and place it in uh, under a bushel or hide it in a closet or nothing. God wants it. He wants to show you off. So we need to get with this program. So then all of us, all of them that look forward as to those blessings, listen, you don't want just a blessing. I got a new car. I got a blessing. Uh, I'm sorry. I, Pastor Carl, chapter one, uh, the Bible says, and this is scripture, why hope for uh, the things that your eyes see? So you can obtain things. There are people that don't serve God. We read about the judge in the Bible. And the judge said, I don't fear man and I don't fear God. But this woman is bugging me. She's bugging me. Every place I look, here, there she is, asking me to avenge her of those that are coming against her. Finally, he did. He did. The point is, is that this man was in a high position. You need to understand that things are always not a necessity that I need to just go to God. No, you get a job, pay your bills, save up some money, practice uh, using some good common sense and things work differently. 
Well, it's not, you know, and then there are times that God will. I was talking with a brother that somebody gave him a car. They bought a new car and they saw that he needed a car and, and they gave him a car. And, but you know what? Some people aren't satisfied with even that because he complained that they didn't give him the newest car. The car was running. The car was working. There was no problems with it. So see, when we get into the flesh, the flesh will mess us up. Let's get into what God is saying, and that is to follow his lead. Let's follow the instructions of what God is telling us to do. Let's not depend on, oh, I want a material blessing, which lets me know I'm in the will of God. No, it doesn't. I'm, I got my big eraser out to erase that. You're not in the will of God because you get a blessing or because you get a, a, a present. I don't want to use the word blessing because it has a different meaning. But because you get a present, because you get a gift. Some, that's all they're going to have is a gift. Nebuchadnezzar was the head of, the head of gold. He, he had strength, power, uh, prestige, and all of that. But the Bible does not say that he was saved. He reigned and other people was blessed because of him. And as we go to the book of Daniel, we'll see some more things. But you want to be blessed of God. The king's dream and I, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream and, and he learned from it by the grace of God what he needed to know. Nebuchadnezzar saw death. He saw destruction. He saw judgment. And he saw the final chapter of time. When you look into the final chapter of time, do you see yourself? The 44th verse said, and in those days, the king, the, the king shall, uh, shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to others. God's not going to leave his kingdom for others to rule. No, no, no. This is what Nebuchadnezzar saw. Mm -hmm. He saw the, the people. He saw the, uh, the things break in pieces and be consumed uh, by God's kingdom. He consumed all kingdoms. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, the gold, the great God have made known to the king what shall come to pass. And the dream is certain and the interpretation thereof. I want to emphasize that what Nebuchadnezzar saw touched on eschatology, the end time, the close of the end. But it doesn't say that Nebuchadnezzar saw himself there. Will you be there? Can you see yourself there? That's why we're talking about the king's dream and I, because that dream does not just impact Nebuchadnezzar. That dream impacts all of us. And we need to pay attention to what the word of God is saying, because from Genesis to Revelation, it is talking about a chapter that will be closed. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson. 
of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. God bless you. Let the Lord use you. Uh, don't hold back on using the gift that God has given you. Be prayerful. Be assertive unto the Lord. And uh, the Lord God is going to bless you. The Lord God is going to lift you up and to help you to live, save, and to do what is right. Mighty God, know that as we read the word of God, as we travel through the book of Daniel, know that Daniel is, is talking about what is happening right then, but he's also talking about what's going to happen later. And we're going to, uh, if you didn't know, we're in the book of Revelation on Sunday mornings. Uh, join in with us. Uh, as we talk about uh, the Holy Ghost on Thursdays and what God is doing, the Holy Ghost has been active since uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and God said, let there be light. And so let's hold on to the word of God. Let's give him all that we know to give him. Let's get with his program. God bless you. Uh, now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest rule and abide henceforth now and forevermore in Jesus' name. And the Bible said dreams come from a multitude of thoughts. So I want you to know that the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had was sent from God. So the dream came from God. Who was the owner of the dream? God. Giving him a message. Some of the dreams that you may have is because God is trying to give you a message.